everybody. Welcome to the Busy Blooming Podcast. Um, today we are joined with Alexis. She's our Busy Blooming, I don't everything, social media manager, podcast producer, just queen of aesthetics. And we have Alexis with us. So hi. <laughs> hi, that intro. I love it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to be on. I was just saying I'm like freakishly nervous. So if I sound crazy... <laughs> I'll get better, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Like, Busy Blooming started, like, middle of November, and you DM'd me, I think, three weeks later. And then, like, and then since then, you've been here through the beginning. Like, I remember the first time we met, you sent me all these pictures and ideas for the Instagram, and I'm like, okay, I actually have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm so happy you're part of Busy Blooming, because everything has just transformed so much. So, Let's just learn some more about you. What do your days look like? Tell us about yourself. Yes. So I'm Alexis. Hello. Um, I'm 23. I live in Nova Scotia. So like Tess said, I'm the social media manager for Busy Blooming. And then I also help to produce this podcast, which has been so much fun. Um, But other than that, I work full time. So I graduated in 2019 with a degree in public relations, and then ever since then, I've been working full-time in communications. So right now, I'm a communications coordinator for, like, a health research organization. It's honestly, like, kind of hard to explain, but (laughs) I feel like that's, like, the easy way of explaining it. They do health research. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So yeah, I do a lot of like social media work. I do a lot of website work. Other than that, I feel like every time I give an about me speech, I have to say like, I'm a big time Swifty. If anyone else listening listens to Taylor Swift, like I feel like we see each other. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) She is my queen. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I'm so excited to have you in the podcast. So we have a great interview today. We have Amanda Wan on later in the episode. We chat about social media and productivity. Um, but before we get into it, we wanted to give you our thoughts on social media, the good, the bad, the crippling anxiety, just <laughs> everything. everything. <laughs> we also asked you guys for your thoughts on is social media bad for your mental health? So we're going to go through those um, as well, which was so great. We actually got a couple emails um, and a ton of Instagram comments. So we're so excited. Make sure to follow us on Instagram if you want to be part of the beginning of each episode. Yeah, let's get into it. Social media. I thought I would start us off with a quote from an article I found. Okay. Because this is just an educational podcast. <laughs> yes, we're here to inform you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a lecture on social media. <laughs> yeah, start um, taking your notes now. There will be a quiz at the end. <laughs> okay, I thought this was interesting because I just Googled like, is social media bad for our mental health? And I found this article and I thought it was interesting. It's from a hospital, actually. Oh. And they did a study. I know. They, they basically started by saying social media pretty much makes us feel sick. So their question was, but what makes users come back for more, even when it literally makes them feel sick from being on social media? So this is what they said. When the outcome is unpredictable, the behavior is more likely to repeat. Think of it like a slot machine. If the players knew that they were going to get money by playing the game, then they would never play. The idea of a potential future reward keeps them using the machine. The same goes for social media. One does not know how many likes a picture will get, who will like the picture, or how you're going to feel going on the app. The unknown outcome and the possibility of a desired outcome keeps us engaged in coming back. Which I thought was really interesting, because it is such a good point. Like, 
we all we, we all know like social media makes can make you feel sad or anxious or whatever but it's we literally choose every day to open up our phone and go on it so why so I thought this was a really good point it's like because you actually don't know what you're gonna feel like when you go on that yeah yeah I never really thought about it that way but I guess like that is a good way to look at it so what are your thoughts like I would love to hear from you do you think social media is bad for your mental health like what do you think yeah so I was thinking about this earlier and I don't think that social media is bad for your mental health but I think that your habits on social media are like what makes it bad for Mm -hmm. your mental health like Mm -hmm. I think that it can be a really negative place if you Mm -hmm. aren't careful about like the people you follow the type of content that you see and like the different accounts that you follow like it's really easy to kind of fall into a hole where you're just like seeing all this content that just is like making you compare yourself to everything and just like spiral yeah totally like I know there's been a few times for me where I've had to like do a deep dive into my social media accounts and be like okay why am I feeling like so anxious and so Mm -hmm. like bad every time I open up Instagram Mm -hmm. so I like went through everybody that I followed and I was like okay if they're making me feel bad like I'm just gonna unfollow them and ever Mm -hmm. since I did that like it has been such a positive experience on Instagram Mm -hmm. I love that I love like what you said too it's about your habits it's not like actually social media and I mean for all these bloggers and Instagrammers and stuff it's literally their job to post like pretty photos and all like make their life look perfect it's pretty much like their job Mm -hmm. so it's not really their fault (laughs) that we feel this way but (laughs) it's like the habits and that's that's a really good way to put it yeah I feel like too as someone like both of us like we work full-time we're not like full-time influencers or anything i'm not even think... a part-time influencer <laughs> <laughs> that's not true you're you're a viral tiktok sensation oh my god <laughs> you have a viral tiktok about a mcchicken snap wrap or what is it about <laughs> okay guys a few months ago this is a little story time with alexis a few months ago i made this tiktok about the mcdonald's chicken snack wraps and if you know you know like they used to be so iconic so delicious mcdonald's like did something crazy to them and now they just are so bad they got like whole wheat wraps and like gross cheese like they're just so bad and i made a tiktok about how bad they are and my tiktok like blew blew up up. it has like a hundred and fifty thousand views and i look so (laughs) ugly in the tiktok because who would have thought a tiktok about a mcdonald's chicken snack wrap would go viral and yeah, ever since then, I've been like, I'm going to be a TikToker now. So that's like my life goal. <laughs> you know, it's quality content. I, I went and saw it myself and it, it I see why it went viral. <laughs> I feel like for me, when I am like super content with my life and content with my job and what I'm doing, and then I go on social media, like I actually don't find myself comparing my life and stuff as much. I think it's more, and like this is kind of what you said, it's more of like a, a trigger or like a catalyst or something I'm already feeling Mm -hmm. and then when I go on it just like rewards that feeling but it's not like if I'm feeling bad about what I'm doing or insecure about what I'm doing like if I was super confident then I went on social I wouldn't be comparing my life to other people as much but I feel like it doesn't cause these problems but it like activates them almost like the already existing problems like when you go on social 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like this time is like a post-grad in our 20s is probably like the worst time to be on social media. I, I feel like probably as a teen, like in high school, but especially mm-hmm. when you graduate, because everyone's life, and we've said this before, like just changes so much. And you go from being in high school and college where everyone's life is like the exact same. And then you graduate and people are like getting these amazing jobs at these big firms or getting mm-hmm. like go to New York in an apartment or they go home with their family. Like it's just everyone's so different. And then it's like just so crazy to be on social media at this age. I feel like it's so yeah. like hard not to compare your life. Yeah. And I feel like it causes you to just put so much pressure on yourself. Like yeah. when you're like straight out of high school or just graduated college or something and you go and you see everyone like living their best life and like getting a job right after school and moving to these like amazing cities and these amazing apartments and then if you don't have that and you see that on social media you're like well well why don't I have that too I don't know and I feel like even though I know it's fake like we all know it's not real like people (laughs) show like they're I was looking for quotes like an inspiring quote to say and they were all just like social media is a highlight reel like we all know it's fake but it doesn't make it any easier like when you go on and you see people's like literally their filtered life i know i know and especially like where i'm like not an influencer or like in that space at all even like i find myself looking at like influencer photos and i'm like i know in my head that that's Mm -hmm. literally their job is to like post Mm -hmm. pretty pictures and then where i like don't have an Instagram following I'm like not trying to be an influencer and I'm like well I feel like I should be posting that kind of content too because it just like (laughs) looks so good but then it's like literally why like the only people who follow me are like my friends (laughs) yeah you did this for one (laughs) that's kind of like the bad side to social like I think the biggest one is like comparison and I think Mm -hmm. like FOMO as well especially with TikTok like yeah I I would argue I solely downloaded TikTok again just to like know what people are saying <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know it's like it's a whole nother language and like other realm of pop culture like TikTok is its own thing and I think the FOMO is like another reason like it's not even consciously you're being on there like I want to keep up with the trends but it's like you just kind of want to know what's going on. Yeah no I think FOMO is like a huge part of like the negative side of social media and even just like there was a time like probably my first year of school where I would go on social media and I would see like people hanging out without me and it would like mm-hmm. like trigger that FOMO almost you know totally and yeah. it's like like I even had a friend in university who told me like this was back when Snapchat was like the big thing <laughs> like do people even yeah. use Snapchat anymore I don't know but <laughs> when everyone did use Snapchat she yeah. told me like she would constantly go on there and just see like everyone hanging out all the time and like without her basically and she said it would just make her so upset she just like totally deleted the app so she wouldn't even be like tempted to go on and look at it so I think Mm -hmm. that if like there is a platform like that for you that's making you feel terrible like honestly just get rid of it like you're not gonna miss out that much so if it's making you feel so bad like you don't need it get rid of it (laughs) yeah that's such a good point, though, because I feel like people always talk about, like, comparing your life to these influencers, but there's a whole other element, especially in, like, high school, university. Yeah. When, just like you said, like, when you see people going, like, at the calf or going to a party or something, you're like, okay, literally wasn't invited. Yeah, and it makes <laughs> you, you feel so, much. so bad. 
Yeah. And it's like, if you yeah. didn't go on Instagram or Snapchat, like, you wouldn't have even known. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's so not natural to know what everyone's doing. We've said that before, too, but it's, like, it's so crazy. You can just go on this app on your phone and, like, almost get, like, a play-by-play of everyone's day. It's yeah. so weird when you think about it. Like, I know. How like, it works. we literally know everything about each other. Like, what do you think are some of, uh, like, on the other side, like, the good things about social, like for our mental health like even during this pandemic I feel like it has been definitely a source of like entertainment and connection so like what do you think yeah I think that social media is can be like such a positive space and I think again it comes down to like really looking at who you follow and looking at like the type of content that you're always seeing and making sure that it's like a positivity source for you so, like, like I said, I went through and I unfollowed all of the accounts that were, like, making me feel bad. and But then I also went through and found, like, new creators, new accounts that were content that I, like, genuinely liked and genuinely yeah. were making me feel good. Like, there's this account that I found. I forget the name of it, but I'll find it and get back to you. <laughs> but they <laughs> post, like, every single day. They post a bunch of, like, good news stories from around the world. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it just, like, yeah. it makes you feel so good because you can, like, I mean, you know, you, like, go on Twitter and it's just, like, bad news, bad news, yeah, bad news. Yeah, it's so news. depressing. Like, yeah. sometimes I can't even look at it. But then, like, by following accounts like that, like, it just, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah. Wasn't there that, like... Remember in the depth of the the pandemic where John Krasinski, the guy from the office, he had like good, what was it called? Like Like, good good news news daily or something? Good news. Something like that. Didn't somebody buy it and like make it into a real show? Did I make that up? (laughs) I know. I think I heard that and I've never heard of anything since then. No, me either. (laughs) We all just want to hear What is happening with that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think it's important to remember like we are in control not only of going on the app but exactly like you said of who you follow and i for example like our busy blooming account when i go on there the only people we follow are like quotes and mm-hmm. like uplifting things and that experience is so different going through that feed than when i'm on my personal instagram and seeing like friends from university or influencers and stuff like it's t- two totally different experiences but it's yeah. the same app yeah so yeah and i think that's where it almost gets hard with TikTok, though, because on your feed, it's mainly people you don't even know, mm-hmm. which is why it's so different than, like, any other app. Almost. And I think Twitter's a bit like this, too, where it's, like, your feed is, like, random people. So you, you're a little it's bit, like, you like less control, control it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we were even just talking, like, how different our For You pages are. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy how I can see one thing and then – because we both have similar interests, like – yeah. We're literally twins, I feel like. We are. <laughs> so it's just crazy how different, like, the content yeah. that we see is. Yeah. I was trying to think of a positive, like, solution <laughs> to all this. We're like, social media is trash. That's the end. <laughs> but, like, I I was looking through, like, on Google, like, therapists and things that people have said of, like, how to get out of this almost, like, addiction, I guess, mm-hmm. with social media. And I, I saw a few people who said this. They're like, go on the app, like just whatever, go on the app. And then after you're, after you're done, like genuinely take like two seconds to think how you feel. Like, do you feel better mm-hmm. or do you feel worse? And yeah. I think sometimes you don't always feel worse. Like 
so I love scrolling on TikTok. I have said TikTok a million times in this episode, but I'm like, clearly I have a problem. <laughs> but like after I go on, like sometimes you do feel better, but then sometimes you'll be on other apps and feel worse. So yeah. I think that's a good tip. Yeah. And I really, I don't think social media is like terrible. Like, like all that. I love being on social media. Like I love, like you said, yeah. scrolling TikTok like all day long. <laughs> but I think that there's like such a sense of community on social yeah. media that I yeah. think is like really positive like especially the busy blooming like not to plug <laughs> our Instagram but I mean like the sense of community that they have like yeah. on Instagram and in the Facebook group like yeah that is such a positive place and there's so many other like, yeah. communities like that on social media that I think can really be a sense of positivity for people i think so too like we can like lead into some of your guys answers too because i think some of you said this as well so we asked you on instagram is social media bad for our mental health in our 20s i was expecting i don't know about you but i was thinking they would all be like yes it's the worst Mm -hmm. like and that's not the case so someone said um no i don't think it's bad especially with the pandemic it's helped a lot but with all things it requires balance yeah and i think that's so interesting and i was thinking about this today you know how they say you're what i don't know the phrase i'm gonna butcher it but it's like (laughs) it's like you're the most like the five people you're surrounded by or something Mm -hmm. yeah and i was thinking during this pandemic we're surrounded by like nobody basically and so if you think about it like the people you see on social media it's almost like those are the people in a way that you're the most surrounded by yeah. Which is, like, so weird to think about. Yeah. Because it's, like, I watch, like, so many vlogs. Like, I love Aspen and Parker and, like, mm-hmm. just so many vlogs and stuff. So it's – but it's, like, the, it's so weird to think about that you're around these, like, people on social media, like, so much more than anyone in real life. And I think that's almost a good thing in the pandemic. It's, like, you have been kept, like, company by these people on vlogs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like – you're so like easily influenced by the people that you follow on social media without even like realizing it like sometimes I'll like watch this is like so weird to say but sometimes (laughs) if I'm like watching a show and I'm like deep into watching it I can like sense myself like like speaking like them you know what I mean yeah so it's like if you see something so often like you're gonna pick up and like incorporate little bits of that like into your personality almost so I Mm -hmm. think that's why like you really should be mindful about like the content you're consuming because for me like I don't maybe I'm just like easily influenced but like (laughs) I find myself like literally like acting like people that I watch all the time (laughs) I know no I I know exactly what you mean like there's that podcast we both love the morning toast and they i speak like them yeah because i watch it every day me too and (laughs) it's like when you watch when you're spending you're really like spending an hour with them every day they have so many like phrases and things it's like when you go away with like a group of people somewhere and then you just like start picking up on like little isms like the way they speak it's like the same thing happens with social i feel like too yeah definitely yeah a lot of people said like um, I'm constantly comparing my cr- progress to others and feel so less when on social. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really toxic without realizing we're comparing our lives. Like a lot of people were talking about the comparison piece and I totally 
relate to that. Yeah, me too. Someone said, everything in moderation and reminding yourself it's all filtered, which is so true. Someone said, yes, the overload of content leaves us confused, fatigued, and constantly comparing. I feel like fatigued is such a good word too. Yeah, and I feel like you don't even realize how exhausting it is. Like I know if I like have a headache or something, I'll just like scroll on my phone for like an hour and then I'll stop and I'll be like, why do I still have a headache? And it's because (laughs) like I literally have exhausted myself just by scrolling on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Okay, so I'll read the email we got. So Mm -hmm. they said, I think that social media in our 20s now in this current state of our society is an interesting time. There's the part of it that is definitely toxic and fake. We want to put out our most perfect photos and show our best selves. And it allows us to compare ourselves constantly. And and in that way, social media can be toxic and negative. But I also believe that sometimes we let social media be a toxic place. True. Yeah. Um, I think that if we allow social media to be a positive place, we can reshape what we consume and what we let in. I think we can allow social media to be a better, less toxic place if we are mindful of what we're consuming. Mute the people you don't need to see um, and follow accounts that inspire you and fill you with joy and take social media breaks as you need them. Yeah, I love that. We can't, we're done now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, bye. But I feel like, I think I sometimes feel like you forget that you are in control. I, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just addicted to my phone. But it's like, why? Like, I, I'm choosing to go on my phone and open up Instagram 60,000 times a day. It's, yeah. It's no one else is doing this. Like, it's me doing this to myself. Mm-hmm. And I think what she said, like, you're you're choosing to go on it and to follow who you follow. So just like make it a po- more positive place and it's so easy actually yeah yeah and if it gets to yeah. be like too much just take a break you know yeah like, you're not gonna miss out on so much if you just take a break from instagram for like a week like i promise yeah. i promise nothing groundbreaking <laughs> is gonna happen when you're away <laughs> and if it does I then know. you'll hear about it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it almost seems like stupid to be like it's so hard to like take a break or whatever, but it, you almost don't realize like it is like it, it is definitely like a big social media is a part of all of our lives. And I think, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you can put like limits on your phone and, and stuff too. Like if I went on my screen time right now, like and looked at how many hours a day I'm on Instagram, like it is probably alarming, I know. but I've never even really thought to put a limit on it. Mine will be like, your screen time's down. It's only 13 and a half hours. <laughs> like, perfect. Literally. Like, go me. <laughs> it says my daily average is 16 hours and 19 minutes, but I don't think that's right. 16? I'm not, I'm not even awake for that long. My daily average is 7 hours and 30 minutes. Wow. That's, like, a lot. <laughs> 7 hours. Like, imagine, like, what you could do with those 7 hours. <laughs> Oh my god. Literally I'm just like anything. guilt tripping you. Oh, it says I was only on Instagram for 27 minutes. It says I was only on Instagram for 27 minutes today. Actually, that's pretty mine's, good. Mine's like broken. Mine says seven and a half hours. <laughs> today? Yeah. Okay. Have you okay, ever been awake that. for seven hours? Okay, I don't know. I'm. This is, this something is, is wrong <laughs> something's wrong i just don't sleep okay i think those are all my thoughts on social media and our mental health what are you about you any any final thoughts before we get into the interview i don't think i think we we pretty much covered it all you know like you can make your social media a positive place and i think like if there's one takeaway from this it's like do a deep dive into your accounts and just see like what's making you feel good and what's making you feel bad yeah. and just 
get rid of everything that's making you feel bad. And even if you don't yeah. want to unfollow, just mute them, you know? They won't even know. <laughs> yeah. The muting thing is so clutch. Like, I, I mute people that I, like, am very close with. <laughs> <laughs> like i actually just don't care about you and i think just like check in how you feel after you go in the app like just try it for one day and just genuinely see like if you're feeling better or worse after and then you're feeling worse like take that to heart okay well i think that's all from us Mm -hmm. um so we'll get into the interview with amanda we chat all about productivity productivity guilt um a lot about comparison social media as well so let's get into the interview and thanks alexis for being on the first intro Thanks for having me. I hope I, like, wasn't too much of a freak. I feel like it went well. (laughs) Well, well, you've passed. Okay, let's get into the interview. Okay, so we're here with Amanda on the second episode of the Busy Blooming Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on, too. So as this podcast is all about being in our 20s and just things we've learned. I would love to hear your answer to the question that we ask every guest. So what is something that you wish you could tell yourself before entering your 20s? I think like the most important thing I would tell myself is that you don't have to have everything figured out. I feel like I don't know like I feel like when I was like Mm -hmm. 18, 19, I was like, hey, like I have to have this done by like 23, this done by 25, this but like and obviously that didn't work Mm -hmm. out like whatever I had planned is not what's happening in my life right now and I think that's okay and I wish that was something that like I knew because I would be so hard on myself thinking like oh like I should have been here in life and I'm not there yet like why am I so behind and stuff so I think just going with the flow that's kind of like what I'm doing now um so I think that's like the most important thing I would tell myself yeah I love that I feel like that too like especially going like out of high school like the ages of like 23 24 they they seem so Mm -hmm. old and then when you start to get to these ages you're like oh my god I like don't know what I'm doing and me (laughs) yeah (laughs) I know same I'm like turning 25 in November and I'm like that is so alarming like 25 just hits different (laughs) so does 24 though too I don't know yeah I just turned 23 (laughs) and I was like oh my god like whatever I had planned for my life right now I am so far from what I thought I would be at and like I'm fine with that like I'm chilling yeah I love that like I'm sure when we're 30 and we're looking back on our 20s we'll be like oh my god we were so young and Mm -hmm. like had so much time so before we get into it I wanted to ask you who you are just learn more about you what your days look like and let's just learn more about you yeah so my name is Amanda I'm 23 and I live in Montreal Canada um, I go to school full-time at Concordia University studying communication studies. Um, next year, I'm going to be in my last year, so that's exciting. I also do YouTube. I have a podcast. Um, I have a candle business, and I'm working on, like, a social media agency type of thing. Um, and yeah, I think that mm-hmm. sums me up a bit. You're like, that's it. Just, like, seven <laughs> things going on. <laughs> You're so busy, and when I was thinking through this episode, I was looking through all your businesses and your channel and your podcast, and you have an amazing, amazing podcast, and everyone should go listen to it, and I just really wanted to get into productivity with you mm-hmm. and just chatting all about that. I feel like we see on social media so much nowadays that people are posting, like, productive day-in-the-life vlogs and TikToks and just like the topic of productivity is literally everywhere and I would love to hear your thoughts on do you think it's important to always be productive and just like what do you think about all that um so I also do post like productivity vlogs and things like that same um but I don't think like it's it's hard to answer that question because I do like to be productive but I also know Mm -hmm. that like we have to know our limits and that 
we can't like every day of our lives are not going to be like productive days and that's okay and we have to realize that and i wish like more people would kind of talk about that too so i feel like we need balance in our lives and if we're productive like every single day um i feel like we're gonna like everyone would hit a breaking point so i think it's important for people to like realize that even if someone only pushed like post productivity vlogs they're not productive every day like that's not how their day is Mm -hmm. like every single day and I think um and I think that's fine and I wish like more people would talk about Mm -hmm. that and more people will talk about having days where you literally lay in bed and watch like YouTube or Netflix all day like I love having those days and I think they're good for like your mental health and everything yeah I feel like productivity like you said like no one's being productive every single day and I don't know it's almost like a trend in Mm -hmm. some sort of weird way that like this whole productivity theme and I think like it just really depends on the person like if you live like if you work nine to five or you go to school full-time or something like and you don't like after school after work you want to just hang out and watch tv for some reason nowadays that seems like such a negative thing and I don't know why this has like happened all of a sudden but I don't know it's like there's this obsession with productivity and I'm the same like I post tons of like productive day in the life vlogs and stuff because I think we're similar Mm -hmm. in that way like I also like getting stuff done and making my to-do list and checking stuff off but I think it's like I don't know why but it's interesting how all of a sudden in the last like few years it's like you have to be productive or else it's like a negative thing it's so weird I don't know yeah no I feel that like I feel like when I'm not being productive I'm like oh like I should be doing this but like I don't want to right now and like I had to kind of like not train myself but like make myself realize that like if I need a break and like my body and like my mind realizes that that I should take a break um totally and like I feel like the internet like watching people's videos I was always like oh like they don't take breaks they like they're always doing something like I should be doing that being on social media it's like people don't post as much I feel like when they're just like hanging out Mm -hmm. and like doing nothing and yeah I think your body like to your point will literally tell you like to stop and I think that's why so much of us experience burnout so much because it's like you're super super productive for like a month and then you're so burned out it's just like not a good way to live almost I think too like productivity it's really just getting done what you want to get done like if you plan for the day you're like okay today I need a break I need to like watch tv and hang out and read and like journal like if you get all that stuff done I mean like technically you're being productive so you can also think of it that way like the productivity guilt it's like as long as you're planning what you want to do and then you get that done like I think that's enough it's not like you have to be working and that's what productivity is it's all about work I think it's like whatever you want it to be yeah I agree with that I think like you could be productive doing anything like whether it's like you said journaling and then watching tv like you're still doing what you wanted to do so at the end of the day you're still being productive but I feel like social media kind of put a twist on that or like what people post on social media it's like you have to be working on something but sometimes I don't even have anything to work on so like what am I gonna do (laughs) I know I'm like just peacefully relaxing you go on Instagram and someone posted like 65 TikToks and you're like oh my god I need to like do something today but I don't know I feel like too if you're genuinely just trying to relax and like take a break and then you go on social and someone's being super productive and you're like okay now I need to be productive it's like that just is not gonna come from a good place Mm -hmm. and you're just gonna get stressed out because you're then you're trying to like work hard and get a bunch of stuff done on a day when you your body was telling you to relax 
So I think it's just like it's really hard and I find it really hard to like listen to your body. Yeah. You know? And I feel like at the beginning of quarantine, like everyone was like, oh, like I'm going to be so productive during this time off because like realistically mm-hmm. we didn't know how much time it was going to be. And I was in the same boat. I was like, I'm going to post every single day. Like I'm going to be productive every single day. And I think like after three weeks I had a burnout. I just like couldn't do it anymore. So I think that was kind of like yeah. my turning point was like if if mm-hmm. I like if I want to do this as I don't know, like a potential career is like something like that's long term. If I like push myself too hard to the point where like I keep having these burnouts, then like I'm yeah. not going to enjoy it anymore and I'm not going to want to do it anymore. So that's kind of like where my kind of mind shifted. That's like such a good way to think about it too, because like you also just need to enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. Like especially when you're in your 20s and stuff, like you don't need to spend like literally every moment working and getting stuff done. And like, as you said, like if you do want to make it a long-term thing, like making it sustainable is like so important. Yeah. And I feel like you and I, like we both started YouTube as like kind of like a passion. And like, Mm -hmm. I kind of lost that like through trying to, I don't know, trying to be like really productive on YouTube and like put out all this content. And I kind of lost like the passion and like why I started it. Um, so that was, mm-hmm. like, a big turning point, too, because, like, at the end of the day, like, if you enjoy what you're doing and you like it, I don't think, like, don't push yourself too hard because you're going to end up hating it. And, like, I never want to get to the point where, like, I hate creating YouTube videos or I hate, like, mm-hmm. podcasting or anything like that. Like, I don't want to get to that point. And I know, like, a lot of people have mm-hmm. gotten there. Yeah, I think so, too. And, like, I don't know. It's almost, like, for us, like, we're still on lockdown mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think a lot of the times you can get so overwhelmed with, like, things that actually aren't like as big of a deal but they just seem like such a big deal and like um you're so focused on these like numbers and schedules and things because it's been hard like being in the lockdown and I know everyone was like trying to be productive at the beginning Mm -hmm. and I think that's like a big reason too like yeah have you felt like in this lockdown like that's when like the mindset shift kind of happened for you yeah because like like I was saying before like how I had like my first ever like actual burnout um that mm-hmm. happened like three weeks into lockdown and mm-hmm. then now we're like what a year a year and like a few months later and we're like in Canada mm-hmm. at least we're still yeah. here and I obviously at the beginning of the like, quarantine I set like these goals that I wanted and I did not achieve half of them and the old me would have been like really upset and like hard on myself and now I'm just like you know what like I have this mentality like whatever is meant to be will be and like whenever something is supposed Mm -hmm. to happen to me it will happen to me so yeah I mean quarantine as much as it sucked it had like it taught me a lot of Mm -hmm. like life lessons and stuff so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the world was just so heavy Mm -hmm. this last year and I think regardless of like the burnout from like trying to be productive and getting stuff done I think just it's so like exhausting to watch the news and just so much has happened and we're processing so much information like subconsciously almost it's like that alone is a lot and that almost does burn you out alone like just the world right now it's just a lot going on for everybody yeah and I think we have to also realize that we're literally in the middle of like a global pandemic like yeah no like it's not easy for anyone and that like we have to listen to ourselves it's so hard though to like at least I find it really hard when you go on social media to like see someone's post and realize it has nothing to do with you like if someone is being super productive or something that actually has literally nothing to do with me and it doesn't mean I'm doing anything wrong by not like matching that person's energy or whatever they're doing that day 
And that is something I find so hard, mm-hmm. like, to disassociate with people on social media. Yeah, like, I remember, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but, like, I didn't post a video on one day because I had exams and stuff. And I was like, hey, like, I just don't have mm-hmm. time. And then other, like, college YouTubers were able to post. And I was like, hey, like, why were they able to, like, do this and still mm-hmm. do, like, finals and stuff? Like, what's wrong with me? Why wasn't I on top of this stuff? And then after I was like, you know what, like, who cares like why do I care so much about like what other people are doing and what they're able to like achieve I don't know it's like we always hear all the time like you should get off social media and stuff but it's so hard especially like when you're at home so much like Mm -hmm. I I, my screen time is alarming like I (laughs) my screen time I think it's like 11 10 hours or something some days I'm like oh my god it's just like I don't know it's it's such like an it's truly is like an addiction as we all know like being on social but it's so much easier said than done to just like not be on social media and ignore it yeah like sometimes i catch myself like say i'm on instagram and then i close the app and i put my phone down then later like 30 seconds later i already picked it up and went back on and i was like what am i like what what did i not have enough like when i was just on it or sometimes i close an app and i'll open it like five seconds later without like actually realizing that i'm opening the same app i was just on so yeah it's hard and like everyone's like oh like put your phone away but i feel like i don't know it's kind of sad but like i have an attachment to my phone and if it's not like within like reaching distance to me it makes me feel like weird i don't know that might be very sad no i'm the exact same way like i bring my phone to the bathroom same i like need it at all times like i like i don't like if i think through my day i don't think there's really ever a period where i don't know where my phone is like it's always beside me and it's like i don't know i started to watch that documentary what was it called like the social dilemma dilemma or something and i just like couldn't even finish it because i'm like this is too much Mm -hmm. like (laughs) this is me to a t i am this person like who's obsessed and yeah i don't know it's kind of scary actually it is and i remember someone uh i don't know i asked for like video requests on my instagram once and someone was like 24 hours 24 hours without your phone and i was like i am not doing this i'm gonna pretend i didn't see it yeah i was like i'm gonna pretend i didn't see that request because i'm not doing like i don't i don't know how i would actually be able to like do that i mean i should challenge myself but i don't i don't think i like mentally can i know and it's like to your point of like putting your phone away and then picking them two seconds later it's like i actually don't have a reason to be on my phone like i'm not Mm -hmm. looking for anything and it's like even it's so bad to the point like where i'm watching tv and i'm not on my phone i'm literally like proud of myself for focusing on the tv because i'm like i'm so like disconnected and it's like (laughs) that is so bad (laughs) yeah i don't even like the only times i'm not on my phone like constantly is when i'm at work because i still work retail so like I have to be like physically Mm -hmm. in a store but like even then like sometimes I catch myself like taking my phone out and like looking and I'm like what am I even looking for like (laughs) I don't need to be doing this I know and then like with all this being said like then we're like hours a day we're constantly looking at other people's life and you're just intaking so Mm -hmm. much information and I think that's also where so much burnout comes from and I've said this before but it's like my brain is going so fast when I'm like looking at someone's instagram I'm yeah. like, oh like who are they dating what are they wearing like all this stuff and that in itself is like physically exhausting i feel like also tiktok has like ruined my um attention span like yes you can watch like a sometimes okay before i was watching a one minute tiktok and i was like this is too long i can't watch it and i just like I <laughs> scrolled past it and i was like what is wrong with me like it's literally one minute like how can i not sit here and watch that i do the same thing like if it's if it's a minute and i get through the whole thing like it was so entertaining Mm -hmm. like which is crazy because i'll watch 
like at the same time i'll watch a 30 minute long vlog like, in the background but it's like something about tiktok it's like i it makes our attention spans like so so short mm-hmm. like it's it's crazy and i remember the scariest thing in quarantine was like well we're still in there but like one point in it was when i was scrolling so much that at one point it said that i watched like all the tiktoks on my for you page and i was like how is what? yeah it was really scary and i was like okay amanda like oh we need God. to stop this oh my god i didn't even know that was me either until it told me and i was like um okay (laughs) and then i just closed the app i'm like i'm not going back on and then i did but (laughs) you're like just delete it (laughs) you go back two minutes yeah basically (laughs) as everyone listening can tell we were both like huge social media people and i would love to hear your opinion just on like in general how you think social media has affected your mental health and people's mental health in general especially being in our 20s and both in a positive and a negative way like what are your thoughts on that yeah so um i think so the best thing that social media has brought me and for like my mental health is like the friends and connections that i made through like Mm -hmm. youtube and i wouldn't have like met anyone um without having social media and because we were all in our houses and things like the people that i met online are like helped me kind of get through whatever we're going through Mm -hmm. right now but on the downside i feel like because I spend so much time on social media. I find myself comparing myself to every single person in every single way, mm-hmm. especially like I have very bad body image issues. And I feel like mm-hmm. I've always had it, but I think social media added to that. And like whenever like there's like, you know, those like typical social media influencers that are like tall, skinny, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. I feel like I always like zoom in on their pictures and I look at their body and I'm like, how can like mine look like that? Or, like why don't I look like mm-hmm. that? Or sometimes I'm like, oh like maybe if I look that way then like I'd get like more followers like they do. And like I feel like my mind is always like finding a way for me to compare myself to someone and it's not like mm-hmm. not healthy at all. And I feel like a lot of people go through that, whether it be like body mm-hmm. like looking at people's bodies or like materialistic things or like what their house looks like or what their apartment looks like or what they can afford and all these things i feel like Mm -hmm. it's so hard to like like look at someone and not try and compare yourself in any way totally i totally agree and i think we hear all the time like social media is fake but even though you know it's fake like it still affects you the same i feel like even though you probably know this person's like facetune or whatever but i don't know for me i just always still find it hard Mm -hmm. like with especially with the body image thing like no one posts i feel like nowadays it's changing a little bit but for the most part people post like their best photo obviously right so it's like you're always just comparing like someone's best angles edited like perfect shot comparing to like real life like what you actually look like and it's just i don't know it's this weird spiral and even though like for me i'm like i know it's fake and i know it's not real it it still is hard regardless yeah and i feel like it made me for instagram mostly um whenever i would take pictures i would be like hey which one do i look like the skinniest in to post yeah and i stopped doing that recently but it's still like so hard for me to like post it because i'm like okay people are gonna know what my body actually looks like even though half these people see me in person and know what my body looks like it's like (laughs) it's so hard because I'm like I want to look this way but I don't look this way and like that's okay and like that's kind of like I unfollowed a lot of like people that like were making me not happy about myself and I followed Mm -hmm. more creators that are like open about like body positivity and stuff and that's really helped me um but Mm -hmm. I feel like like uh I don't know how to stop comparing myself to people I feel like it's just ingrained in Mm -hmm. me now that it's something that I like do without even noticing totally I think so too and especially with the facetune like 
you know in in two seconds you can make your body and your face look Mm -hmm. so different it's so hard to not do that i think too because so many people do and it's just like i think we've all been through like a facetune phase where like you get the app and you like you know just little little Mm -hmm. tweaks that even if someone who knew you in person like probably wouldn't notice but it's so true like taking so many photos and then like trying to pick the best one and post that and it's like i don't know at some point i think it's so hard to accept but it's like you just are the way you are you just look the way you look and that's normal and I, i think it's great that more people nowadays are posting like more body positivity stuff and just like i love seeing the tiktoks where it's like the facetune version and the unfacetune mm-hmm. version like i love those because it's just it shows that everyone is so feeling the same way like everyone wants to look their perfect best self and it's just it's impossible to keep up with yeah and i think like if you like show your true authentic self whether it be like your personality wise or like body wise i feel like that will attract a more like relatable and vulnerable like i don't know if that's the word but like audience like i look like i love to watch people who are like open and like genuinely themselves versus like this fabricated person because i feel like i can't relate to them so i feel like Mm -hmm. it's just better that everyone's like kind of going Mm -hmm. that route because it's just gonna help like especially the younger generations because a lot of them are on like social media it'll help them grow Mm -hmm. up to like realize that they can be exactly who they are and like appreciate that in, in one sense, I can't imagine being 15 because you see, like, you, you see people who are 15 on TikTok that are, like, actual models. Mm-hmm. Like, it's insane. Like, they look older than me. Like, I don't know what's going on. But yeah. it's, like, there's that into it. But then to your point, as you said, like, more and more, there's more body positivity. And I feel like in that sense, like, you know, 10 years ago, it wasn't like that. So I think the there's definitely a shift going on where there's more, like, normal like photos and body positivity and just more like genuine content in general and that's been like really nice to see and really helpful for me as well like with the whole comparing like your body to someone else's on social I feel like that's getting a lot better yeah same like I'm a person that likes to keep everything inside so like whether it be Mm -hmm. like writing it out or like posting a full-on video talking about it I feel like that helps me and it could help other people so I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that everything will be better one day yeah I think like, I, I know for sure when you post videos like that, people watch them and can see themselves and what you're saying. And it it's so scary to be open about this mm-hmm. stuff because it, it like, even though it is a little bit more talked about nowadays, it's not that talked about, like, all these body image issues. And it almost feels like there's, like, something wrong with you for feeling this mm-hmm. way. But I think every single person does. So the more people that start to open up about it, like, I think it's so important and it, it is more genuine and i think it will help everybody out in the future yeah. like from, from the creator side and the follower For side sure. okay so i want to chat to you because i feel like you and i have had a similar you know pandemic mm-hmm. experience both being in canada on the east side of canada and i feel like the feeling unmotivated has almost been at an all-time high at least for me and i feel like burnout and all this stuff like we were just talking about with productivity it's just been like an all-time high and how do you like with you doing so much like how do you stay motivated when you're feeling like unmotivated yeah so it's hard um but something that I realized that has helped me like be motivated throughout the month is like at the beginning of the month I always make like monthly goals and those kind of like goals Mm -hmm. motivate me to keep on doing what I'm doing but also Mm -hmm. like I watch a lot of youtubers and I find like I get more motivation after watching other people Mm -hmm. I don't know like like I don't know like after watching like someone's like 
productivity vlog I'm like okay this like makes me want to be productive right now like I feel like I get my motivation from other people but also yeah I just write goals every month and even if I don't hit them it still motivates me to work towards them so that's kind of like how I'm doing it but yeah I agree it's hard and some days I'm really like just unmotivated and I try to like get that motivation but sometimes it just doesn't come yeah I love the monthly goals too because then it's like I don't know without them like even if it's something like I don't know go for a walk five times a week or something at least you're feeling like you're getting Mm -hmm. something done and it is it is motivating to get stuff done and I always have a battle with like watch people's content to be motivated or like not watch people's content so motivated and it's such a hard Mm -hmm. battle because it just depends on my mood like sometimes I'll watch someone's vlog and I'm like oh like I'm just comparing myself and I'm so unmotivated but I think it really just depends on like the Mm -hmm. day too yeah and I think it's important to realize that some days kind of like we were saying before like some days are going to be days where you actually do nothing and like to that's okay and like to appreciate that and to like I try and give myself one day a week to just like have a mental health day and do like absolutely nothing towards like YouTube uh school when I was in school and like just literally do nothing and I think that's helped me a lot with like the whole like going through a week and like not burning myself out Mm -hmm. I love that having like one day a week to do nothing and it's not like you're doing Mm -hmm. nothing but it's like to just do fun things so we were chatting a bit about like social media affecting your mental health do you have any tips of like how you can almost disassociate from social media and how how you can protect your mental health when being on social media so much i think something that i learned this year is that if if an account is really like bothering you or like affecting your mental health it's okay to either mute them if you don't want them to know that you you unfollow them or to just unfollow someone if like they're not bringing any like happiness to you i know that sounds weird but like there's Mm -hmm. some like bigger influencers that i used to follow and like it literally genuinely made me sad looking at their content and I came to a point where I was yeah. like why am I doing this to myself when I could just unfollow them and I won't see it anymore yeah. so I think that's a really important thing and also like you were saying before to like try and ingrain in your mind that like social media is fake not all of it is fake but a lot of it is mm-hmm. especially pictures that you see um just like that whole like I think it's Chloe Kardashian I don't know which one it is but that yeah. whole picture going yeah. around where like I think she looked good in both pictures and it's so sad that like Same. she doesn't think that because I don't know but then I feel like that's like probably with us like when we have like a picture where we don't like yeah. but like I'm sure some other people would be like oh like you look so good so I feel like yeah just realizing that like social media is fake in some ways and if something's bothering you to just remove yourself from that situation is important. Obviously, I don't fully do that yet. And I'm still like in the learning process of doing that. But I think that could really benefit us all. I love that. It's I, Yeah, that Khloe Kardashian thing was so crazy. Like even the Kardashians, like Facetune, like even they're like wanting to look mm-hmm. like obviously look their best and like obsessing over Instagram photos and stuff like truly everybody thinks this way honestly like yeah i love that though it's so true it's just like a constant reminder too and i i love muting not not like i love (laughs) muting accounts but i have so many accounts muted like even people i genuinely like Mm -hmm. like it's not like it's something they're doing anything wrong but it's just yeah i think it's totally fine you need to like take control of your like mental health and situations too and i think even if you do have to unfollow them like it's more important to like feel good when Mm -hmm. you're on social media than like you know keep the peace or something yeah for sure yeah okay well i think that was 
everything I wanted to talk to you about. This was so fun. I awesome. loved having you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was Thanks really fun. Coming. Yeah. So where can people find you? Like, tell us all about your channel, everything that you do. Where can people find you? Yeah. So if you want to follow me on YouTube, um, I post lifestyle and college content. It's just it's Amanda Wan. Or you can follow me on Instagram at it's Amanda Wan. Or you can follow my podcast at Behind the Girl Boss. And you know tiktok i'm trying it's amanda Wan there too <laughs> um, my tiktok content isn't the best but um it's funny sometimes <laughs> i love that cool well thanks for being on and we'll see you guys in the next episode mm-hmm.